Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for downloading the Sunranto show. For early and ad-free access to Sunranto, please become a subscriber at patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto, where you'll have access to not only this show early and ad-free, but also our daily Cubs pod, which lets you know what happened in the Cubs game and all the Cubs news that's fit to print on a daily basis. Patreon.com slash sunranto. Don't make me tell you again. Enjoy the show. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old-style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento and the lovable Lucy. Boutros Golly. Sunrento. Michael. Sunrento. Cotton. Sunrento and the lovable Lucy. Michael Cotton. It's the Sun Ranto Show. Uh, lungs of steel over there, infield fly girl. Hi, I'm Danny Rocket, and uh, we are the Sun Ranto Show. Michael Cotton is off tonight. He's actually on the Chicago architecture tour as we speak. A little sunset tour on the Chicago River, learning about the fabulous city that is Chicago. So happy Father's Day to him and all of the dads out there. Well, not all the dads, all the fathers. I'm going to say, because there's a difference between a father and a dad in my purview, which is like anybody can be a dad. And a father was somebody who fathered somebody. A father is a verb. You don't dad somebody. You father them. You know what I mean? So um, anyway, happy Father's Day to everybody. This show is brought to you by our 116 Patreon supporters and Blake Beard's tickets. And if you need uh, some really great seats right down the third baseline, contact at the Blake Beard on Twitter. Also brought to you by Rogue Wave Creative for your branding, graphic, and web design needs. And the Cubs PS Plus podcast, a North Side Numbers game. Thank you all, your very special sponsors of the show. Hashtag chance in the chat to win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom. And um, IFG. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I think I'm gonna open one of these. I yeah, have cool, I have drinking? cool pride beers. Uh, what I makes have, them prideful? Well, they are. I have uh, Bowie Beer Company's Pride IPA that has this really nifty, like rainbowy thing on there, and um, says that sales from these are benefiting avenues for youth LBG, L 
LGBTQIA2 Spirit Plus services celebrating and supporting queer and trans youth experiencing or at risk of homelessness in our community. And this is from uh, Astoria, Oregon. And uh, I also have the Crikey IPA from Ruben's Brews right here in Seattle. And uh, this, it, they are supporting the uh, Seattle Pride Parade. Right on. You know, I, I think that now, you know, with the whole Bud Light thing going on, that they're anti-trans and like Kid Rock is like shooting guns at, at cases of beer and stuff now. I think instead of voting now, we just show up and drink the beer that we th- that aligns with our political views and we'll just, you know, go up. And then th- as the more beers that get drunk, that's who wins the contest. And uh, th- that's who we send to Washington, D.C. to represent us. The, well, the best beer, uh, the best brewery. I'm doing my part, Slancha. Yeah, well, I'm I'm drinking uh, my yerba mate as is tradition, um, out of uh, a non-spillable mug that I manage to spill all the time. So, um, so uh, Heather Linington Noble is supposed to be by to talk about this Oriole series with us. That's who we are going to talk about first. Uh, but I don't know. She she tweeted out that she was going to a Father's Day dinner. So there might have been something lost in translation with the timing. Uh, yeah, unexpectedly. Actually, I got a message now. Uh, last minute. Dragged out to Father's Day dinner. Uh, da, 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 everything's running late. So. That's where she is. Happy Father's Day to her father. But I did want to say before we get started talking about the Orioles, uh, Heather is an Orioles super fan. And uh, she's she's joined us a few times on this show to talk about the Orioles. And she has cancer right now. And she needs help kind of getting through that moment. So I'm going to drop her link tree uh, right now. If you haven't already, uh, Sunranto actually donated a hundred bucks to it today out of money we raised earlier and uh, spreading around the love and gave a hundred bucks from the ranters. So thank you very much to everybody that continues to support each other on this show and continue to support Heather. But um, unfortunately yeah, it wasn't a great week. I know, sorry. Right, um, I know specifically that uh, something that Heather is working on right now is raising money for an extended hotel stay that she has. Uh, the treatment that she needs is in one specific hospital that's really far away from her home. So she's going to have to be holed up in a hotel for like six weeks or something. And that is, as you can imagine, quite pricey. So if you have the ability to help out a fellow baseball super fan, please, please, please click on those links. Yeah. And uh, her, uh, let's see, her, uh, Aline Fokile is her Twitter, L-A-I-N-N-F-O-C-A-I-L-L, I think. Is that, is that right? <laughs> One L at the end. One L. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, find her link tree there as well. So, uh, and Mike Waller says, uh, uh, love what this pod does to support the community. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of just part of like who we want to be in. And, and like the Cubs are fun and we like talking about the Cubs and all the games and all that. But, um, you know, really it's about us and our fans and making friends and supporting each other and great causes. And, and uh, this is one of them right now, helping her get through. Uh, fellow baseball enthusiast but it wasn't a great weekend for Heather as far as the the baseball went for her because the Cubs they beat the Orioles on Friday 10 to 3 and then they won a squeaker 3 to 2 on Saturday and then the Cubs finally lost after winning five straight games we Um, do love our meatloaf yeah we hate winning on Sundays we're yeah two and ten on Sunday um which is weird 
but we lost six to three today. Um, so let's start, I guess, with game one, you know, the 10 to three romp. I go to this game with my sister and a Wrigley Field first timer who was in town from the Pacific Northwest. Uh, uh, my sister's wife's uh, good friend. Just in awe of Wrigley Field. Uh, we, you not be? we got uh, great seats actually from Mike Waller. Thank you very much, Mike. We sat right down the third baseline and she just, you know, I, I just love the look on somebody's face. When they when they come up and they they see the blue skies and it was a perfect Wrigley day, you know, just, you know, blue skies and the greens and the the ivy. And you forget because I take it for granted because I go so much. I'm like, yeah, it looks like this looks like that. But, you know, to see it through somebody's eyes, just so beautiful. And um, and to get the win and to sing Go Cubs Go and um, a lot of home runs like how about that back to back to back? It wasn't. It was not back to back to back, but it was Omaya, Swanson, and Morell. Beautiful stuff. Yeah, especially because that's what we're going to be looking at. Hopefully, for the foreseeable, like, well, Swanson seven years, Morell's a rookie, pretty much, and Omaya's definitely a rookie. Yeah, I, I think you know if if Miggy Amaya can stay healthy and Morel can keep himself from getting traded i think we have a long future ahead of us with those guys and if they can continue stringing runs together to you know together that's probably the best immediate chance that we have to have fun for the foreseeable future. Absolutely. And let me put up the numbers on uh, this week. This is just this week sorted by OPS and Amaya, who he actually didn't get into a lot of games. He only had uh, five at bats. Yeah. Um, and, and the one hit of his was the home run. So you'll take that. Um, but you know, Morel with three home runs on the week. So he's back. Um, Hap had a really good week. Uh, Talkman at, at the leadoff hitter um, was really good, especially against the Pirates. And that was like kind of um, a little surprising that they moved him to leadoff, but he just kept getting on base. He's hey, gotta... <laughs> you know, somebody's got to hit first. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and they dropped down Nico. Um, and now he's been coming through with men on base now. Um, big RBI spots coming through clutch and so maybe it's better that he's down the, the down the lineup especially when the bottom of the lineup can include such uh cub greats as miles mastroboni and tucker barnhart you know i swear to god i never mind yeah exactly <laughs> well you got a lot of guys you got a lot of bunting on this team but no i mean overall i mean it was a pretty good it, you, you lose today but uh, it was a pretty good offensive week uh for these guys putting up Tons of runs about on the, against the Pirates, but I want to wait to talk to Brian about how we kicked their butts and how we're going to do it again this week. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this uh, this first game, I mean, ends 10 to three, but it was actually close for most of it. And, um, you know, Baltimore actually, you know, made it interesting, got to be three to two. But it, it was these big innings that the Cubs were able to put up because um, there was we scored three solo shots in the third. Yep. The big inning was uh, the six-run six, where then you're doing it without the benefit of the home run. Right. Yeah. In a, in the CPBL, we call that a big orange. Why do they call it a big orange? Uh, the, the Mandarin word for inning sounds like the word for orange. Um, so if you score more than 
five runs in an inning. It's called a big orange. Yeah, and the Cubs like having a couple of big oranges. Like they had, I love that. We have to adopt this. So you got a big orange, the six run six, and they also had a five run fifth at some love point. Love it. It was against the Pirates at some point. And it's just like, that's the thing we haven't seen. And like the other one is that, um, forget which game we were down in and came back. Today. <laughs> well, I mean, well, we didn't win today, but. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, that's right. We did come from behind, but then we lost again. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, it was the second game against the Pirates where we're down five to one. But like but in in that, too, like you had the big inning. And that's something we haven't seen this year. And Matt Mervis goes down. So I hate to say it, but he was a total black hole in the lineup. Yeah. Uh, You know, you have your hopes and dreams, but. If he has to make adjustments and we need a roster spot, I guess I, I'm hoping that he'll get more at bats in Iowa and put his stuff together and that we'll see him again really soon. That's really all I can say. Yeah. Cause what if he goes down there and just absolutely mashes again, but then, you know, then what are you going to do? I mean, you bring him up and you've got to lose Talkman and he's done nothing wrong. He's fine. You know, but can we, Put Morel on third base, pretty, pretty please, and send nope. Master Boner back down? Nope, absolutely not. He's too integral to this team. Somebody's got to make the outs. Otherwise, these games would never end. Well, Mervis can make the outs from the DH position while Morel plays the position that he plays and continues hitting baseballs. I, if, if, if I were in charge, that's what we would be doing. That's yeah. what we would have done two months ago. Well, but then you got like this game yesterday where it's, I mean, Miles Mastroboni is like the king of like the productive out. You know what I mean? Like, for example, Gomes gets on yesterday on Saturday with a drop third strike call where he, and Gomes actually has pretty decent wheels for an old catcher. Like, yeah, it's not, he's not embarrassing himself out there. So, but he gets on first base, but you'd, you'd rather have Miles Mastroboni. So Miles Mastroboni gets a, basically a fielder's choice and he ends up on first base and we'd sacrifice the out. But True. then when you got Nico coming up and, you know, hitting a double, he can score from first base at that point. You know what I mean? Like, so then you've mm-hmm. got the wheels on the, on the basis. So like, he does bring something to the team that I don't hate. And like, but I okay, also, so, so hear me I agree. Yeah, please. So hear me out. Um, let's let Patrick Wisdom sell some tickets in Iowa for a little while. You know, I don't mind that either because he's kind of disappeared off the planet too. And isn't he? Well, he's on the IL, and I wondered if that was real, a real IL stint, or or a a, a a IL stint, like sitting on the bench because he has a a the. It's a suck inflammation. Yeah, inf- inflammation of the suck. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it was his wrist, I want to say. I think it was. And Amaya got hit today, too, but they said it was in the palmy part of his hand, so it's fine. I don't know. They're, I hope so. That in, just... other word, in other words, it will, we'll never see him again <laughs> because they're like, it's fine. He'll be out there tomorrow playing with We a have a catcher hand. that can't hit. So, um yeah, I, I mean, the, the roster, it's hard to complain, and so I won't. 
the Cubs won five or six games. They shook up the roster. They put Mike Tuckman at, at leadoff. They got rid of Mervis for and and switched out some guys and did some different things. And it and after you had such a crappy road trip, I mean, the Cubs in the Pirate series scored more runs than they did on the entire ten game road trip on the West Coast. So they scored twenty eight runs against the Pirates at like twenty six on the road trip. Is waking up two hours earlier really that bad on these guys? I mean, it's. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's always been that way. You know, I mean, our my whole life, the Cubs go to the West Coast and stink. And it wasn't even as bad as it could have been. You get swept by the Angels, but the you win the Giants series, you split with the Padres. But, you know, the other thing I want to point out about, about that Saturday game is that I really feel like we really, the player of the game was C.B. Buckner. Because, oh, absolutely. Because really. That was some hot garbage. Well, and it benefited us. I mean, it, because there was the one strike call that when the Orioles were threatening and it was against Santander and the ball was outside and it would have been like ball four or whatever, but he's just a terrible umpire. But Crawley pointed out on Twitter that at least he was consistently horrible. So he, he you know, it, we know what we're getting with CB Buckner. You know, right. maybe maybe it's kind of fun as a ball player. Like, oh, CB's behind the plate. Just be hacking away. Just swing at everything. Because you know if you don't, it's going to be called a whatever it wasn't. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So you might as well just try. You know, just go up there with no preconceptions. The strike zone's out the window. Um, and then the last thing I kind of want to bring up was that uh, today – uh, I don't. I hate talking about losses because it's it's sad to me. But um, Talkman homered in this one mm-hmm. to, to lead it off, so things start well. That was his first home run. So now he's he's showing a little pop, not just the OBP, and he's playing a pretty mid center field too. So I don't know, like you know, until Belly gets traded, or maybe they don't trade him. But you've got a pretty good, decent situation with Talkman who could play out there in the outfield, and um, Morel homers again. And I so then I was curious because the Cubs don't seem to be uh, scoring a lot of runs on via the home run. So it's fifty. Nobody's ever on base when they hit them. (laughs) Fifty of the Cubs' seventy-nine home runs are solo shots, which seems like a lot because it's the vast majority. And um, so anyway, it we it was a a Tyone start. He had two starts since we last spoke. How long are do um how long is he with us? Four years, including this one. And, Yay. and you know, my kind of take on it is it's all been either bad or mediocre. Right. You know? And this is like, okay, he's pitching like a fifth starter, but you're paying him like he's a three. Or even a two. Yeah. It's it's not ideal. <laughs> I I would like it if he could throw baseballs better. I saw somebody tweet out today that he was a good uh, candidate for comeback player of next year. I'm like, are we already there? <laughs> I'm like, this is garbage. I would like him to be the comeback player of this year. Of this year, yeah. That like, would be I'm... great. If, if he could be a second half comeback guy, sign me up for that one. Yeah, I mean... It's it's not great. I mean, you kind of were expecting a little bit more. I mean, I, actually, we should have Brian on to talk about his feelings about Tyone uh, when he comes and talks about because he saw him for years with the Pirates, 
Yeah. And, um, you know, this game just kind of got away from the Cubs. It, you know, it kind of felt like we should have lost two or three. Like in that second game, uh, we got out hit. We got really out hit today. We got out hit 14, oh, yeah. to, 14 to three today. And yeah, even even for win. the five minutes or something we were winning this game, I was like, this really doesn't feel like we're winning as much as it feels like the Orioles are losing. And then they came back and just destroyed us. So vindication, I guess. Yeah, I mean, but it just felt like the Orioles got, you know, just kind of hosed. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it was like a weird error. And, you know, like two of the, like Morell's home run. Uh, that was a two-run homer, did not count as earned runs. Right. Yeah, bad plays in the – well, that was today. I mean, they won anyway but yeah. um, today. But, yeah, it, it just felt like they just kind of were on the wrong side of the, the ball. Um, it, let me put up the pitching numbers on the week uh, just to see what we got. Uh, Jamison Tyone had the most innings with the two starts, 11.1 innings. And I was just told he was an innings eater, which then, you know, if – 556 ERA, which is actually lower than it was the last time we spoke last week. So he is improving, but they're batting 333 against him. This is just this week that I'm talking about, but it's like not what you want. Three home runs in 11.1. Yeah, it's not great. Um, Drew Smiley without a great start, um, but the Cubs won anyway. Uh, Marcus Stroman uh, was pretty good. Everybody else was just kind of average. Stroh, Hendo, mm -hmm. Steele, it was good to see him back. Um, they were careful with him, only the five innings. Uh, you know, four strikeouts in those five innings, decent. Only two runs on five hits. And that, they got those runs at the end of his outing with a single and a, and a dong. So, but they continue to work uh, – Used Mark Leiter a ton. Anthony K stunk today, but he's been out there a little bit, and it's nice to have a actual lefty on the team. And they're just kind of piecing it together. It was okay. I mean, Fulmer with a good week, three outings, no runs scored. Uh, Alzali, nothing off of him. Uh, so, I mean. And he got the save, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's got he's the closer right now, at least until uh, maybe Hoyer comes up and establishes himself and maybe they switch roles there. But at least you might have some decent back end to kind of play off of. Um, it's interesting because we are only a couple games back of first place and it's you know, you look around the league and you see the pirates were in first place and then they lost all week long. They just got swept by the brewers. And then, you know, the Cardinals who everybody picked are just total dog crap. And then, so nobody wants it. And the brewers just swept the pirates and now they're in first place. And the reds got all these young guys that don't know they're supposed to be bad. And so it's, it's interesting what the Cubs may do. I mean, do, do you add to this group? Do you, your play, you beat the Orioles two or three. It's not too shabby of a team. You sweep the pirates who are in first place. You're beating. I don't I know. I mean, my, my heart says that we don't have the pitching for a serious playoff run. So, you know, ultimately it's like, do you sell off in order to get more pitching so that maybe next year we can try for a serious playoff run or 
Can I add to that? That it also yeah. seems like I don't know if there's any particular magic with this team that I they're don't like. Feel it. Yeah, that, that there's like, oh, remember 2023, and that just there was that feeling in the air, and they did so much with it. I mean, it's I like miss they'll it have their so good much. weeks, but I miss it so much. Like I remember, you know, like if you think of like when Ian Happ really first started becoming a member of this team, and we had the whole waffle thing, the you know the waffle maker thing, and the and the microphone in the dugout where he was doing like the mock interviews where he never told us what exactly they were talking about, but that like kept some vibes going in the dugout. Like, like you, the camera will pan on our dugout and they're just, they're just there. Yeah. I mean, like, well, I, I don't, I don't feel like this is a team so much as a group of coworkers. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like in, in an office or something, but you know, these things can change quickly. Like something happens, uh, some magical moment and there's a, a, a co- cohesion that comes like you see it with these late surging teams every year. And if you are a late surging team in the NL central, you're going to take the division. Like I don't, right. you know, it's just how it's going to be. Let some uh, things in the chat here. Uh, Tom brings up steel did pitch out of a lot of trouble. And you know, this is just piggybacking on your, we don't have a lot of pitching. Um, and, but uh, Pincus brings up if Hendo is actually good, you do have the, you have the pitching, but do you have an, enough? Like, I feel like you'd need one more top end, at least to slot your Hendo, and you're, um, and you certainly don't have a, a good enough bullpen. No, I mean you. Have that's a- really the biggest weakness. Like the, like we don't have a lights out anybody. We don't have anybody who throws particularly hard. Um, we no, don't I- have guys who miss bats. Like there's more contact in baseball this year than there has been in the longest time, and all of our pitchers rely on contact outs. Like that is not a great strategy for success yeah well and then you get nickel to die dime to death sometimes like we did against the reds and uh yeah you put the ball in play and there's just a pretty good chance that it's gonna fall somewhere that nobody's standing although you know that is the way that the cubs are built with the defense and and it, and they've shown it even with the fourth outfielder like talkman making really nice plays out there it's been impressive i would just like there to be the chance of some strikeouts ever yeah. or like a ball being thrown more than 95 miles an hour yeah no, even out of the bullpen we don't have anybody throwing gas usually you know it's um yeah it, it's like it, i'm not sure who need, I, I mean somebody's got to step up like somebody's got to you know lead this team into the second half. I mean, you're playing pretty well. You just won the homestand, but it's really been kind of feast and famine, like no bats on the road. And then they come home and score as many runs against Pittsburgh as they did the entire time they were in California. So it's just like, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, I was kind of hoping like after you win five, I'm like, okay, let's win 10. And then I'll start to believe let's like, you know, dance around first place a little bit. You know, and then we could see. Um, but yeah, it's just like even the bullpen's kind of like this, you know. It, uh, uh, well, Terry E says, Merriweather is 99 miles per hour, but he's about it. Yeah, exactly. He, he throws as fast as, as anybody. Um, but he's an example of some, some guy who has been pretty good lately. But I don't think that he's going to be good the whole time. It's like Fulmer was bad. Now he's good. Like, the, you know, it's like these guys, nobody's reliable 
Yeah, nobody's got like a one ERA that you're like, and this dude is just going to shut you down. There's no way you're getting any hits. Like, you don't have a real like one-two punch in the eighth and ninth innings to take care of these really tight games. So, I don't know. It it was fun week. I'd hate to be negative at the end of a fun week conversation, but uh, we should talk about more of the fun parts uh, when we come back. Uh, and we're, when we come back, we're going to bring Brian Ziegler, my really good old friend. I met him uh, one time on the New York City subway because he was reading a Frank Zappa book. That was really all it takes to get a conversation from me. Um, uh, and um, so I'm going to play a quick commercial. Uh, but before I do, I do want to thank everybody that came to the Bleacher Bum Band show on Saturday. Uh, I felt so supported. And, uh, you know, making an album is a lot of hard work, a lot of hard work and to sit there with all the music. And it was really a labor of love for me. And to see a full room of people that were like singing along and enjoying the music and like talking to each other and becoming more friends with each other, people who had never met, you know, meeting in that room together. It just makes me so happy. Um, here's a picture. This is a good one. Bill Sugis took this one. This is us. Uh, there's Bleacher Jeff and, and me, uh, Screaming it out there at the show. And uh, also special thanks to Corey Furlong, who bought us. Uh, this is the second venue. We went over to Almost Home with a bunch of us that were still straggling around. And this Malort shot that's in my hand was my first drink in a month and a half. It's, oh, all, wow. it's all I drank that day. So, uh, But I think that might be my thing, that I just do shots of Malort uh, <laughs> for free. <laughs> and that's, that's the only thing I ever drink. <laughs> Um, that's very Chicago of me. Anyway, thank you, Corey, for a long <laughs> sent me a hundred bucks. Uh, you can see maybe a couple of familiar faces in there. There's Joe Wrigleyville bum way in the back. There's Alan Irish Allen and, uh, Cody Del Mendo from Chuggo there right behind me. So we had a great time and, uh, just, you know, thank you so much to everybody. Um, later on in the show, we're going to play a couple of songs off the bleacher bum band album. Uh, Jarrett Gable, otherwise known as guy serious is going to join us. Cool. As well, later in the show, he's the bass player for the band and also a old, very old friend of mine. So uh, we're going to play a commercial and we'll be right back. And um, all right. Chance in the chat. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog eat dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But Super Ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. 
Plus, at other Super Ranter levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus, eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Welcome back. And, uh, of course, super ranters can join us in our dis- Discord channel, which is private. Um, if you join at uh, patreon.com slash sunranto and become one of our uh, awesome supporters. Thank you so much for all that. Do that and uh, support us and keep us live on the air. Uh, welcome to the show. Frank Zappa enthusiast, Pirates fan, Brian Ziegler. Oh, there he is reading the book. Uh, oh, my oh goodness. hey. <laughs> can, can we reenact the moment real quick, Brian? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, absolutely. Cool. All right. All so right, imagine we're, we're on the New York City. We're, we're waiting on, I believe, uh, it's at 68th Street. Hunter Hunter College stop on the right. Upper East Side of Manhattan. I have no idea what I was doing there. None. <laughs> yeah, I lived near there. So, uh, so I'm I go. There's this dude reading a Zappa book. So there you are. Hey, Imagine dude. my hair is longer and I'm here's longer. Okay. Looks like right. a little rock rock and roll boy. And I go, hey dude, you into Zappa? <laughs> huh? What? Zappa, I got a band. We we kind of do, do Zappa like stuff. Oh no! Oh my God! I'm in I'm in a band and everyone hates us. And uh, oh, dude, we're... everyone hates us too. You want to be best friends and play <laughs> play music together for the next twenty years? Let, let, let's play in Brooklyn for nobody, man. That would make me so happy. High five! <laughs> <laughs> That's a reenactment. Um, Brian, I don't know if you have met IFG and Feel Fly Girl, but yeah. I'll reintroduce you guys um, if you haven't. So we're going to w- turn back the clock to earlier in the week where the Cubs put yeah. up a beatdown on your buckos. Let's, let's not. <laughs> they put up 28 runs. They won 11-3, to yeah. 10-6, to 7-2. Uh, the Pirates bullpen, you wrote, you added – this you said the pirates bullpen collapsed like the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. Yeah, we're, we're allowed to joke about that now, right? That's that's okay. I don't even know about the Tacoma. Is that the bridge oh. that just collapsed? No, no, no. That's the one in Washington State. Like you see videos of it where the bridge is going like this. Oh yeah, and then it, it, it kind of just yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Like emo rock bands make music videos with that. That's in, it, you know. With Nine Inch Nails, it's like you know. That's the one. And I figured, okay, that's old enough. I can get away with the joke. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Yeah, I don't think anybody's offended here. Um, so, <laughs> Jamison Tyone. Could you tell us about this guy? Because he went out yeah. there in this first game, and you saw him for years, and he was one of those dudes that he never quite put it together, and then he went to the Yankees, and he was okay. And I don't know. Yeah. What's your I, you know, I think there are two Yankees I've ever rooted for in my life, which were Kutch and Tyone. I mean, he is – he's a great guy. The problem is he is an ancient 31-year-old. I mean, when you look at he's had multiple surgeries on his arm and people forget he, you know, he had cancer, you know, and I think it might just be that his body has just taken such a beating. Yeah, I mean, he is he's relatively young for a starting pitcher, but man, he's he's been through a lot. Um, 
and he really he had one smoking season with the Pirates, one pretty good season with the Yankees, but he was playing on a hundred win Yankee team that year too. You know, yeah. so that that helps the wins and losses. His ERA was still close to four that year. Well, we're so, paying I mean, him. We're paying him about seventeen million dollars a year. Yeah. So, I mean, so would you say that that was probably done? <laughs> that's, that's a little bit of an overpay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I heard you guys talking earlier. I mean, he is—he is a three or a four, probably at this point. He's not as bad as he's looked, but he's—he's he's not a seventeen million a year guy at this point in his career either. I—I I don't think he'll ever get that. I—I'd like to see it, you know, but I—I I just I don't think he's going to get it back. Yeah. Um, Thanks. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> so, and then the, the other guy on your team, who was actually from Chicago, uh, Jack Sawinski. Yeah, comes yeah. out and uh, after a, lo- a lengthy uh, rain delay, uh, he hits. He, well, he's got two home runs in this game. They end up losing anyway. Uh, but yeah. who is this guy? I, you know, he's been f- kind of flying under the radar because he strikes out so much. But, you know, in about a season's worth of at-bats, he's hit 30-some home runs. I mean, and it's it, last year he was hit with a lot of power, but his average was so bad he actually got demoted to, to AAA. Um, but hey, we got there's guys like that. Yeah. There's real, there's not a whole lot of power on this team, but, and boy, that is a Chicago name. I mean, yeah, Jack Sawinski, that could have been one of the guys on the, uh, on the, yeah. on the bears <laughs> bit on SNL. Yeah. But he, he's a decent fielder too. He's, he's probably above average center fielder. He's, he's not the quintessential center fielder, but he's, he's actually pretty good. Well, and your bullpen really did implode in game two. Uh, yeah. I mean, Beto, 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 yeah. Beto was awesome against us, and he's yeah. like a rookie. He he was impressive. I had good seats for this game. I was sitting right down front. He had six strikeouts and four innings pitched. He was freaking really impressive. And yeah. I was, I don't know if this guy was on your prospect list. And no, nope. no, just okay. So just yeah. to do that's cool. I love that story. No, they they threw him to the wolves. He's he's twenty seven. He was not a, not even on their top thirty. Oh um, wow. The the thing is, they've got a couple of guys. Quinn Priester is probably the the top pitching prospect, and they just. But the Pirates are always gun shy about bringing guys up, um, and they just they don't want to hurt his confidence. So they just kind of brought Beto up to throw him to the wolves for one game. And it went well enough that he's sticking around for at least another. I mean, I, I don't think he's a long-term answer in the rotation. But, you know, we certainly take another performance like last week out of him. And then we also had L.L. Ortiz. That was the the, the marquee matchup of Tyone versus or- <laughs> L.L. Ladies love Ortiz. Um, but um, – and we got a little uh, Rob Zestrizny appearance. Now, he was a starter for us, kind yeah. of. I mean, yeah. Starter quotes, <laughs> but Robbie, and then he moved. They moved into the pen. How's he yeah. been for you guys? I mean, he stunk in this game. He gave up three runs. Yeah, that's. The, I mean, he hasn't been up for long anyway. And frankly, he's. I, I think he's only up because of the incredible run of uh, bullpen injuries. I mean, I, almost half the pitching staffs on the IL at this point. Um, Goodness. So yeah, I mean, he he is he is what he is, and you know the thing is we we don't have any left-handers to begin with um so <laughs> that sounds familiar <laughs> we just got one we like we it took like three months we had a reverse splits guy only for like the longest time that's all we've been <laughs> yeah. going with 
But um, and then but you're uh, Contreras. That I guess they were riding him in that second game because this is the game the Cubs came back and won. Yeah. Uh, they were losing five to one. I was like, oh, we're gonna lose this one. And then they had a five run, uh, fifth. Is that when they scored all those runs? Um, yeah. But they came back and um, like big time. But it was all off that dude Contreras because they were using him for a second inning at work and he couldn't do it. Yeah, we well, you know he was. He started the season in the rotation, and he was kind of like a, a second tier prospect. And he just has not had it this year. They don't want to demote him. Um, but even the long relief stuff hasn't, hadn't worked. I, I don't know if he'll be on the roster much longer. You know, he, he's got options, so he'll probably end up back in Indianapolis. Um, and then you got a guy named Holder Man who couldn't hold her, man. <laughs> Wait, he was terrible. You, your bullpen looked really bad. I was, like, saying you guys were pretty good, that if you had the lead, that you could hold it, and then you couldn't. Yeah. Holder, man. <laughs> Well, you know, I, for an eighth inning guy, you know, he kind of, he's another one of these guys who kind of came out of nowhere and he has been solid up until recently. You know, if, and it, it's weird as a Pirates fan to come into the seventh inning with a lead and feel com- <laughs> comfortable is too strong a word. You could have just stopped there. at the first part of that seventh. <laughs> it's weird to be in the seventh inning with the lead. Like, period. but I mean, you know, Holderman and Bednar were solid. Um, even some of the guys like Moreta and Hernandez and just the, the entire bullpen melted down at the exact same time. I mean, you expect Dwayne on, well, you guys know, you expect like Dwayne Underwood to suck and, you know, Zestrisny and, yeah. but, but the guys we've been counting on to do well late in the games are the ones that were melting down. God, if you week. have our discarded bullpen guys, I mean, that <laughs> Y'all is- are in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'll say this overall. I mean, and I got a question for you. Uh, first of all, do you think the Pirates, because they have enjoyed a lot of time in first place, do you think yeah. that they would maybe add to the squad just to give Pittsburgh a, hey, we made the playoffs. Look at us. We're doing stuff. Buy some tickets. You know, yeah. a little song and dance, a little dog and pony. I really, really hope not. Um <laughs> You know, it's the exact opposite of what the Cubs fans are saying. Like, <laughs> into the squad. Uh, well, you know, but, but the thing is, I don't think this is the year. You, you know, like they don't have a first baseman. This this isn't the year. You've got so many prospects coming up, um, and it's just it's it's not the time. You know, and they've made some bad trades the last couple of years. You know, in circumstances where they were. Trying to add, uh, oh, who is the 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 pitcher? I'm I'm trying to. It's so bad. I that uh, Archer when they traded for Chris Archer back in '19 and gave away the farm for him, and of course he stunk the whole time he was here. But I mean, they've got enough talent coming up in the next year or two that to add to this squad. I mean, I think Pirates fans are excited enough, frankly, to be sniffing 500 and to even be thinking about the third wild card this late in the season is a bonus. You and might I, have a better chance winning the division than the oh, third yeah, wild yeah, card, true. actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, and uh, Terry E. asks in the chat, is it true that Mel Gibson drives the Pirates <laughs> bus? I, I, I was it, hoping I was going to get through this without addressing that. That was, yeah. Yeah. So I, the, you know, uh, did you it's hear funny, but it's scene? terrifying. Yeah. Did you hear the story about the Pirates bus ride in Milwaukee? Yeah. 
and, and to Milwaukee of all places. Well, yeah, um, usually you're coming back from Milwaukee, drunk. It's not coming from Chicago. But who, bus driver was wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, uh, the bus driver for the Pittsburgh Pirates arrested for DUI while transporting the team to play the Brewers. So it's a it, it, hilarious story, I guess. You know, like like usual, they contract a bus company to to transport the team from point A to point B, and they have a police escort that's taking right. them. And the police are like, "Why isn't this dude following us? Why is he all over the road? Why is this dude keep dipping away from the escort? What's going on?" And they what have to pull telling? over the guy that they are escorting, and yeah, they're like, "Oh bad. man, this guy is just shit hammer." Yeah, actually, I got to admit, Mel Gibson was a, was. A, I was going to go with Chung Ho Gong if I had to make a make a. But, uh, <laughs> Go got it. Got the job as uh, driving the bus. Yeah, the job driving the bus. That's <laughs> hilarious. He probably had a couple of these, a couple of Cubs beer bats full of <laughs> full of shit. Natty Bow and I don't know. Yeah. By the way, did did you know Fanatics is now selling this? They're selling the beer bat. It's twenty five bucks, which is actually five dollars cheaper than buying it at Wrigley Field. Right. Right. But I'm I'm gonna drop the link for it in the chat. It was very popular. I think some people bought it. I'm too, assuming that off link. of fanatics, it doesn't come half full of beer foam. Yeah, no, and <laughs> and you could pour some good beer, like you know, one of your uh, rainbow beers that you got. There you, you could, go. Yeah, you could probably pour the whole thing in that thing. Man, I could get one of those bat mounts and put it up here on the wall <laughs> somewhere. I'd stick it up there in the ivy. You think? I was talking to Cody Del Mendo <laughs> because when the when the Cubs win and he's doing a post game show on Chuggo. He's been chugging a beer bat full of oh, wow. like uh, a Goose Island or something like that because they oh, sponsored challenge the show. Accepted. So I t- I told him, well, now he's having people race him, which is just great. <laughs> but I I, I, I I was wondering if we could turn the beer bat into a uh, a beer bong, right? Where you could uh, you know, do the what's it called, uh, shotgunning, right? When you just put a hole in the bottom mm-hmm. and you pour it in the top. And right in there. So, hey, did I ever tell you about the time I shotgunned a glass of vodka on stage? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> this I, I I was up on stage. We were near the end of the show, and uh, the the bouncer from the club comes down and puts down a beer glass on stage with a couple of ice cubes and clear liquid. And I'm like, oh, because you know how much I sweat on stage. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, I, water. What a sweetheart. Thank God, he a glass water. of water. <laughs> well, unbeknownst to me, he had enjoyed the show. He said to my girlfriend, uh, you know, what is Brian like? And she's like, they have vodka. Anything with vodka and it's fine. <laughs> so he gets me a beer glass full of vodka. So I, I'm thinking it's water. I just take it and throw it back. <laughs> oh, no. And <laughs> it's, it's funny because I usually don't drink much like before or during the show. Yeah. So and I was instantly drunk. Like, yeah. well, yeah, you drink a, a pipe glass full of vodka with a couple ice cubes in it. Yeah, you're you're gonna be done. You can't drive now. Like you're finished. I, and thank God we were in the last song. I turned to the keyboard player. I'm like, you're gonna have to sing, man. It's like, what happened? Like I'm trashed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, love um, it. Good time. I have to. Oh, so Matt Barth writes in, sometimes I like to dig a hole in the backyard, <laughs> bury myself in dirt and pretend I'm a carrot. So a baby carrot. Yeah, baby carrot. Um, I, I assume that that's somebody, you know, Brian. 
Matt Barth. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I figured as much. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian is a lot of fun sauce. What What are you working on right now? Uh, I, I'm actually pirate fandom. I haven't been writing in a long time, and I've kind of forced myself to get going again. And I, I've been writing some new material. Uh, threw a name, new name on it. I think I told you last time. Ten four dinosaur. Um, just kind of similar to the stuff you're doing. I think just uh, not the baseball focus. Just more about oh shit, I'm fifty. You know. Uh, so you know, working on uh, working on some rock. new songs. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I'm it, all it's, about it's, it. It's dad rock, top to bottom. So, um, can we preview this series a little bit? You yeah. said you told me that uh, your catcher Austin Hedges. <laughs> who who he managed to hit his only home run of the year against <laughs> last the week? So yeah. proud, yeah. <laughs> but he stinks overall, and yeah. he's they're bringing up a guy named Henry Davis, who's the number one pick of twenty twenty one. Yeah, and he's getting called up. So what's going on? He'll, he's, he, I tell you, he's a stud. I I, I don't know if he's going to stick behind the plate long term. He's like six two two ten, but it's. It's not, you know, spanky Lavalier body. You know, this this guy's this guy's built and he can hit. They've been playing him some in the outfield, but the thing is, his bat is good in the outfield as a catcher. He, it's phenomenal. Um, got nice. a good good contact, really good power, um, and he's one of these guys who's kind of grown up before his time. You know, he's he's mature. He's he's something. Um, and Hedges has been so bad. I think the surprise is the Pirates, of all things, have two really hot catching prospects. Andy Rodriguez is in AAA, too, who we got from the Mets. Um, and, like, it's a nice problem to have. You know, a lot of teams can't find one catcher, and we got two coming up. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, so. like, you don't sign Austin Hedges because you need <laughs> production. I mean, the guy couldn't hit the ground if he fell out of a no, tree. no. Uh, and yeah, he was clearly a one-year signing because they knew they had two guys knocking at the door. You figure at least one's going to work out. And again, nice problem to have, but they're both working out. That's well, nice. And, and you said he's supposed to be like a defensive guy, which you better be if you have a career 188 average. Yeah. You know, yeah. you better be a freaking defensive whiz. But you said he wasn't even doing that well. Not, not, not this year. I mean, in years past, he 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 was. I, I I gave you guys a fun fact. He is. He might have. If you counted this in war, he's uh, had four catchers interferences this year. Oh bless! In four games that we lost by one run. Oh, so he's. You know, maybe he split those two fifty fifty. Whatever. I mean, he's just been not not good. Uh, but I mean, Davis was ready. You know, so uh, and he'll be up. I don't know if he's going to be playing tomorrow, but he'll be up for the series for sure. Well, I just wonder if they're making moves like this because they feel like it could spark the team on to winning more. You know, like, you know, yeah. that they're like, hey, why not win the central? Who cares? Let let let's let our young guys uh, get that experience of playing in those yeah. big games, because that is really valuable. If you could if you have a shot, which we all do. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And get it, and out I for think... one month and you're in. Yeah. You know, and I think it's better to bring him up to a let, – let's say they're a 500 team. You know, uh, in April they were great. In May they sucked. This year – or this month they've been up and down. But, you know, let's say they're about where their average is now. You know, he, he's coming up to a much better clubhouse than it would have been last year at this time when everyone knew it was all over and the team sucked. And, you know, this year they, he's coming up into certainly a better clubhouse. Um 
Um, yeah, that's, I mean, I, the Pirates, I tell you, that seeing them, and I know we swept you and we scored a bunch of runs. To me, I was like, oh, they're not that, they're not scary at all. And, and no, no. You know, and I really, and I was like, oh, maybe the Pirates are arriving. And, but then, like, as I was kind of looking at it, I was like, nah, this they're is arriving. Not, I don't think this is real. <laughs> yeah. It, it <laughs> no. really, it just felt that way. So there's that. And then, uh, but it made me wonder, like, if you would choose to get scary sooner than later because you could. And it, it, no, you would need, you know what? If it were a circumstance where we just needed one, like, a lot of the roster was surprising and we just needed one more pitcher or just one more bat, but it's, it's not that the whole you know, central's the, like that though. Well, that's true. That's true. But I, I just, we're not, because Cubs are, are more than one move away from really yeah. competing, you know? I mean, and not that I don't want them to add at all, but I don't want them to give away the, the, what yeah. I mean, like, I, here's an example. Like you've got, we've got a decent number of, pretty good middle infield prospects like i think we could help someone with someone like marcano who's not a long-term piece but he's a nice middle infielder decent contact bat you know if someone's looking for someone like that and can give us the first mm-hmm. baseman near the end of his career who can actually hit and i love to you know. his name is tucupita yeah. marcano yeah and he's actually from tucupita yeah. Venezuela. Yeah. So yeah. his name is the same as his town. Yep. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Name, but in that yeah. case, my name would be Elgin. Not a bad name. <laughs> Mine no, would be Staten Islands. We're just Staten for short, you know, maybe. Better maybe than you, Salisbury. Yeah, you both got me beat. <laughs> Salisbury. Hey, hey, all of a sudden, there's a couple digits on your bank account with a first name like Salisbury. <laughs> name Either that or a. Uh, your face on the box of a microwave dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are the other? This is America after all. It wouldn't be the first time, unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, these games, they're at 610 Central, the first two anyway. The yeah. the other one's in the morning at 1130. So morning baseball. Oh, uh, 9 a.m. to watch yeah, my 9- beloved. The writ- oh, Dick Mountain on the mound. Yeah, in game three. Um uh, I can't. I, I can't wait. No, that is the actually that is the game I wish I could go to, because yes. you've got Hendo versus H- Hill, yeah, Dick oh, Mountain versus so Kyle Hendricks. That is the marquee matchup for me. Couple okay, of, that's worth nine a.m. baseball. Slow ballers going at it, like yeah, you know. I, I, I tell you, Hill has been. I was not a believer when they signed him. I got to be honest. You know, I'm thinking this is another one of these one-year guys. He's just here to eat some innings. He has you know, nothing. And then you watch that curveball. Like, what the hell is going on? Bugs Bunny. It is. It is. And, and, it's, it, and, and it, you know, you you look it, at it, you go, I think I could damn near hit that. But you've got Major League ba- just flailing away like idiots. Uh, if he's on. Now, of course, the problem is. If it's not moving, it's just a meatball, you know. But when he's got that movement, he's brutal. I, it's a good signing. I like him. Yeah. Combined age of starters, <laughs> 109. <laughs> just that day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then, uh, so we, we got that. Uh, that's on Wednesday. So working backwards, that we had uh, Johan Oviedo, who we just saw this week and yeah. beat. Um, so, yeah, you, you wrote he's tall. He's six five, <laughs> tall. Yeah, he did. He did look tall. I'll drink a water. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, he's. It's funny. I, I feel like I say this a lot on the, on the on this podcast, but he's not as bad as he looked last week. I, he's he's nothing phenomenal, you know. He's he, he's a back end guy. He he throws gas. He has a decent slider. He just doesn't have the control he needs. And you know whether that'll ever show up. He's young yet, um, but he's you know you never know what what Oviedo is going to show up. Yeah, and then Beto we already talked about, but he did great against the Cubs, and um, that was his first start, right? So, and now yeah. he's sticking around because he was good against us, even though we beat the bullpen that day. So, should be interesting. I found this: uh, the Cubs and the Pirates are pretty evenly matched yeah. opponents. Yeah. So uh, they both. Which have, I don't think like, makes either one of us happy. <laughs> exactly. We're like, well, we both are mediocre. Um, Seven twenty-four OPS, tied for fourteenth. The Cubs and the Pirates. That's how yeah. similar we are. Yeah. Um, the Reds, by the way, just right above us at 729. Also incredibly average. So it could be worse, but it could be better kind of thing. And um, it, the other thing that the NL Central does really well is that we are third, fourth, and fifth in taking walks. The Cubs, mm-hmm. Reds, and the Pirates. And we're all walk takers. Uh, the, where the Pirates excel is in stolen bases, fourth in the yeah. league. And uh, but the bullpens of the Cubs and the Pirates have both been uh, below average. Uh, Pirates have a 437 ERA. Cubs have a 444. And the Pirates got no swing and miss stuff out of the pen. Sixth fewest K's out of the, the pen. So. So I'd be surprised if if you did win the central. Oh, I, I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, a lot of the stolen bases are coming from one guy. G1 uh, Bay. I'm not quite sure what to make of him, but when he's on base, he's just a terror. You know, um, he, he's also a very pretty man, and I'm not afraid to say so. Um, but you know, he's got he's got 20 stolen bases this year. But the thing is, they're kind of given with with it being a little easier to steal this year. They're kind of giving the green light to the whole roster, which you didn't really see. I mean, Kutch has seven stolen bases. You know, I, and he he's still got some wheels, but you know, are you really going to let a thirty six year old man run? Yeah, you are. Yes, um, well, that's what kind of bad teams do. We've identified that, and and this year is yeah. different because you got the yeah. big bases and they can't right. throw over and all that stuff. But um, you know, I, I feel like you have to generate runs because you're not going to get the the big fly to to do it for you and you're not going to have that many big innings you have to string hits together and it's just a hell of a lot more easier to to uh you know score from second base than it is first so you guys got plenty of big innings last week i don't know about your theory (laughs) well no we weren't we we hadn't been doing that at all yeah uh we hadn't been scoring um really at all like (laughs) i mean period (laughs) end of story like we hadn't been scoring runs and then uh, against the Pirates, they just got get good. But against the Orioles, it really wasn't uh, that great. And I know Orioles are your like second team. Yeah, yeah. I grew up. I grew up in Maryland, I, and I don't really follow the team anymore, so I, I I don't know much of what's going on. But I mean, I grew up. Uh, I grew up in Maryland, kind of. But I, that was back in the Ken Singleton and Eddie Murray days. So that that for what that tells you. Yeah. Well, they were good in '83. Yeah. yeah. Cal Ripken streak. You were there. And '79. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So um, I want to bring somebody onto the show real quick uh, before we take a commercial break, because she's back from Father's Day dinner. Nice. And um, uh, Heather Linington Noble is going to join us quickly. And uh, hi, Heather. 
Do we Hello. have you? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we got you. Okay, uh, good. How was how I, I just wanted to bring you on real quick. We already talked about the Orioles series, but I figured yeah. we'd we'd have <laughs> we'd have you on just to uh, you know wish you know say hi and how was Father's Day dinner and all that stuff. <laughs> but also to get get your take on what that Orioles series looked like. Something we just said earlier was that we felt like we could have very easily lost. Uh, Saturday and we did lose today, but um, that the ball just wasn't bouncing your way on Saturday. Yeah. How did it feel? Look, uh, watching the Orioles in this series, it really feels being attacked by a tiny, fluffy gray monster. Um, <laughs> no, I, I feel pretty similar to that. That that second game was pretty winnable for us, and that they just didn't follow through. The Orioles have this tendency and this has been going on for seasons it's not just this year they will have these monstrous offensive outputs whether or not it's total run production or hits and then just like not hit before or after so their starting pitching has actually been very good for the last uh for this past month with only one game where they've given up where the starters have given up more than four runs um but the we've had issues with um, some injury with our offense. You know, Cedric is off. Um, Cedric, Ryan yeah. Castle is dealing with his vertigo. Um, and then apparently there is a stomach bug going through the clubhouse oh, right now. So hopefully, uh, been hanging out with the Blue all... Jays or what? Um, well, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, in fact. Um, and uh, so that's why Gunner was scratched at the very last second today, where he was going to be leading off and then didn't. Um, but they still managed to get, what, 14 hits and two walks today. Yeah, and but you out hit us Saturday, too. Yeah. Um, and I do also wonder, like, how much the guy, the, the offensive players just aren't feeling very good. Um and yeah. if that might have impacted them a bit on Saturday. Um, Wrigley was rocking, too. I mean, the fans were really into it. And mm -hmm. I, I, Orioles fans really showed up. And that's just a fun group of people. I saw a lot of Orioles jerseys running around. Yeah. Love if you can. Have you ever been to Wrigley Field? I haven't. We were going to go this this weekend and because my husband's brother lives in Chicago so we were gonna the pre-cancer plan when the schedule came out was for us to spend this weekend in Chicago and go to all those games but uh best laid plans and all of that well luckily so. I mean or unluckily there's a balanced schedule and now at least every other year there will be games yeah. here Chicago but Brian your sister lives in uh yeah. Chicago area too right yeah yeah I uh you guys have that in common for we went to a we went to a Cubs game for uh, her wedding. Um, the the day before the wedding, we all went out to Wrigley and went to a game. So yeah, yeah. We we got a question in the chat for you, Heather, from Terry. Uh, <laughs> does Jim Palmer ever age? Don't yeah. think so. Yeah. No, those no. now those were those were my days. I grew up with man. You want to talk about starting rotation? Sorry. I grew up with like him, Steve Stone, Dennis Martinez, Mike Flanagan. I mean, just monster four man rotation. And he he's great know. in the booth, though, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every Cub fans were actually tuning in to the Orioles broadcast, 
Yeah. And really, and, and I guess Jim Palmer did a couple innings or they switched booths or something like that. Like Girardi because today, today was on Peacock, which Peacock. I thought it was. Oh, I hate that. I know I, the game was oh, yeah, really Jim, early. Jim did all of the game today. Yeah. So Cub fans were listening to Jim Palmer. I saw that they were enjoying it. I also enjoyed that Cub fans were complaining that it was on the cock. I thought that was funny. They were, they weren't even, I was like, yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, everybody was not happy. I, I was annoyed that I couldn't watch it because I I have Peacock through my cable provider, yeah. but I can't log into it via the app. So I, you know, I, it's funny. I actually think Peacock does a better job than I expected of broadcasting the games. It's just bullshit that if you buy the package, you still have to go to like four different places to get to get all your games yeah you know, even even the mlb package doesn't get you your full your full season and apple tv yeah. too yeah. Yeah, yeah if anything yeah. i just wish the mlb app would integrate with those other things yes. like let yes. me put yeah. my apple id into the mlb app so i don't have to figure out what freaking channel i need to go to right now yeah constantly logging in and password changes and yeah. you, know, yeah. you know what account but um yeah it, i'd i'd I loved the Orioles too, like growing up in Virginia as a kid. Cause mm-hmm. it, let me tell you, I just love the orange and the black. Yeah. I, I think that the, the little laughing bird up on mm-hmm. in the, I just think it's such a great logo. It's just a lot of fun. It's, it's a kind of a classic American league it's, team, you know, and it's like the only happy, wholesome, cheerful, like bird or animal logo, <laughs> all of the rest of them through basically any other, uh, pro sport they're all just angry and fierce and are showing you how like a badass you are and the, the oriole bird is just like doody doody do and that's why i love him or her there's yeah we don't well it's i i don't know is it you know how like the boy birds are usually uh more colorful you know, and the because I don't know, so they could get more eaten by predators, and there are not a lot of dude birds around <laughs> or something. But, but or uh, and is that how Orioles are too? I don't know if like it's. I the, don't know off the top of my head. I don't think so. Yeah. Now but, you're making me curious. Yeah, just what I'm wondering because you have that. What's his name? Your Oriole bird. Yeah. Your what's your what's the mascot's name? Oriole bird. Oriole. Oh, he yeah. just is that. Yeah, yeah. They didn't call him like Fred the Oriole or something. All right, well, that's good. No, I, I have some I like some that. dark yeah. Orioles memories, but uh... <laughs> yeah, no female female Oriole birds are look look basically the same. Oh, that's interesting too. So that they're you know they're also non-binary yeah. birds that look the same as <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah. The last Orioles game I went to was in uh, it was April. It was really, really cold and rainy. And I went. I was out in Baltimore. You know, my dad lived in Baltimore, and I was out visiting there. And uh, as a Christmas gift, he'd gotten me tickets. He knew I'd be coming down, so he got me tickets for a game. And I'm like, this is great. I have, you know, I haven't been to the, haven't been there in forever. And around about the seventh inning, this message flashes up on the screen. Uh, you know, for, for the moment, uh, we're not letting people leave. There's a slight disturbance outside. So I figure, you know, someone got, you know, I don't know, someone got mugged. The cops are arresting some crazy person or whatever. Turns out the Freddie Gray riots had started that night. Um, no, I was actually yeah. at a ball game that night. Um, 
Yeah, you so, were yeah, trapped I, inside for quite some time. Yeah. Like they let you they made you stay in the stadium for a couple yeah. hours. That was that was versus the Royals, right? And it was a great that's the thing that gets lost to history. It was like a great game. They a seesaw game, the Orioles came back and won. But like we were yeah. and of course, you know, had it happened 20 years earlier, no one would have known what was going on, but everyone's bringing it up on their phone what's going on outside. And it's uh mm-hmm. It's yeah. an inter- interesting night. And it's such an amazing city, too. I, l- I love Baltimore. I visited yeah. there a couple years ago. And, uh, you know, the next time the Cubs go back there, I would so consider, like, going to the that city. You go, they got the Babe Ruth Museum. Yep. And, um, you know, just in the seafood downtown and the different bars and down by the wharf. It's just awesome. But well, so- all three of us are spoiled. I, the Cubs, Orioles, and, and Pirates are all spoiled with our ballparks. Yeah. we um, all three. very true. It is true. So uh, I do want to drop, we're going to play a couple, we're going to bring on, um, uh, after the next commercial break, we're going to bring on the guy serious, Jared Gable, the bass player of the Bleacher Bump Band, and play a couple of songs off the Bleacher Bump Band's new album. You guys are welcome to stick around and listen to it. I I know, Heather, you've been out to dinner. Maybe you got to take off. I know it's an hour later where you are. So uh, you're more than welcome to take off when we go to commercial. But um, I did want to drop the link to, uh, Heather, your link uh, tree in the chat here so uh, uh thanks to all the ranters that have been helping us raise money for all sorts of different things i don't know if you saw that the sun ranto ranters did put a hundred bucks towards one of there's a bunch of different ways that you can uh help you out right now heather but uh, we did yes. put it in one of the the cat the cash one we just gave you cash and right, then right. there's hotel points you're looking for right now because yeah, you got the, the- treatment yeah yeah, the big things that I'm looking for right now are Hilton Rewards points and cash because I have to spend eight weeks at a hotel in D.C. at the end of the year. And I've got to st- start saving up for that now because that's going to be expensive. So while I'm getting a fancy form of radiation that you can't get here. And that's what's theoretically, hopefully going to save my life. So, Well, that's what we're hoping for, too. Got to do it. Yeah. Um. So please help out. It's uh, Linktree uh, slash Healing Heather R N or no Heather N. Yeah, yeah. Just my my maiden name. They were yeah. the my friends were too lazy to put the L in there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so uh, please uh, give to that. And um, Brian, you you're more than welcome. To stick around. I know you're yeah. a fellow musician. I don't know if you heard our our stuff, but uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, we're also got a couple up. Uh, Uh, poems from our poetry contest we are still giving away this is going on all june things are falling on me uh we have sandra's uh book here sandra marchetti's book aisle 228 uh it's going to go to the winner uh will be the ranter poet laureate Uh, she already signed it over so um we're going to read some of those and we will be right back after this commercial break Stuff. Hey Cubs fans, at Amazon.com do you buy lots of stuff? Why not support the Sun Ranto Show by shopping through sunranto.com slash stuff? All you gotta do is fill your cart at Amazon with lots of stuff. Then before you check out with all of that wonderful stuff, head on over to sunranto.com slash and click any of our Amazon links before you buy your 
Check out like you normally would With all that beautiful stuff. And the Sun Ranto Show will get a small kickback Cause of the stuff you bought And you'll be helping in the Sun Ranto Show Buy all the stuff. We need to stay on the air Talking about the Cubs and other stuff. Plus you could win a monthly prize If some of your stuff. Is chosen for Amazon stuff. of the month. And if you win, we'll send you more sunranto.com slash that address again is sunranto.com slash Do you ever find yourself longing for long walks and talks about catcher metrics? How about a coffee or a run differential? Maybe a candlelit dinner dissecting what exactly is the curious case of Miles Masturboni? If you have, I have just the place for you. The Cubs PS Plus Podcast. Come join us. Cubs PS Plus, a Northside numbers game, can be found wherever it is you get your podcasts. And on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, all at Cubs PS Plus. A spin on the baseball metric, OPS Plus. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. I did check out uh, that Cubs PS Plus uh, show, and he had uh, Alex Cohen on from the Iowa Cubs. They announced that it was really interesting hearing his perspective on what's going on personally with some of the guys that are bouncing around between Iowa and the the big league team. Uh, Jarrett Gable, welcome to the Sun Ranto Show yet once again. Uh, the bass player for the Bleacher Bum Band. Uh, also, uh, Brian Ziegler is still here, and IFG our stalwart uh, constant up in the upper right-hand corner. <laughs> so, um, Jarrett, uh, tell me about your experience uh, real quick about being involved with the Bleacher Bump Band and uh, our CD release yesterday. kind of want to hear what, how you felt it went and everything. I, we have both have our own perspectives. And your perspectives on uh, finishing this album and sharing it with Cubs fans. Yeah, it's, you know, it's so exciting for me because I've never really been part of a full album getting released until this time. And uh, I thought the show went really good yesterday. Um, you know, it's only our second show with our new drummer, but uh, we're getting tighter and uh, we're getting more comfortable and things. And so, um, yeah, I thought Steve Garvey sounded great. Yeah, well, we got a song and uh, I wanted to play a couple uh, songs off the album, just kind of listening party out the end of the nice. show a little bit. And so uh, this I'll play this one first. Uh, it's called Steve Garvey's Hairy Arms. Perfect. And, it, <laughs> and, and yeah, Brian's laughing because he knows he knows what we're talking about, because in 1984, <laughs> and, and those of you that are, are maybe a little younger that don't remember 1984, Jared and I were 10. Brian, we were probably about 12 years old or something yeah. like that. And um, Steve Garvey hit a home run in game four of the NLDS off Lee Smith in the bottom of the ninth to win the game. And uh, then the next day, the Cubs went on to lose game five. And, uh, you know, Chicago, which had that magical team that year and really swept, I know, Jared and I up into its, its Chicago magic of that year. I just became an instant Cubs maniac. In Me too. A lifelong Cubs fan based on that one year. <laughs> yep. And my first baseball tears were shed uh, in 1984. So this is a song that really kind of encapsulates my first baseball heartbreak, which um, 
I, I don't think I was alone in that. So I'm going to play a song called Steve Garvey's Hairy Arms. And uh, just uh, you go ahead and comment in the chat and stuff. All right. We'll, we'll, and we'll be right back.
the series first they tried But all his baby mama love is suave and dashing charm While my childhood got demolished by Steve Garvey's area Well, that's Steve Garvey's hairy arms. Um, I, I wanted to show this picture, and, and I, Brian, you could have done this, but uh, we were talking about uh, dads in the chat. This is uh, Brian's dad. Yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't get it uh, transferred over to my computer for some reason, <laughs> so I'm just going to show this picture of Brian's dad who died last year of cancer, in the, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I know the Ranchers did something for, for you, Brian, and uh, to commemorate your father, and um, it you just said in the chat that you wanted to donate your Hilton points uh, to Heather. So that's, yeah, that's oh, awesome. Sure. So if anybody um, it's kind of convoluted the way to actually donate those Hilton points. So if anybody is listening and wants to donate to Heather's uh, Hilton rewards points fund, uh, DM me on Twitter. I'm at infield fly girl, just this right here. And I'll get you all that information. So we don't have to bother Heather with it cool very yeah. cool and thanks for brian for doing that and um so as long as we were talking about dads you know my i lost my dad to cancer uh back in 1998 but he was he was kind of a wild guy i i did pull this to show everybody i tweeted this out he wrote this little book of short stories uh called the logic of lunacy tales for pleasure reading in your fallout shelter and so so if you wonder where i get it from yeah. It's, it's from him. And this is the other thing that I've, I actually found this like just a couple of years ago. I had never really read everything that he had uh, put out there. But this is the end of his cover letter that he uh, wrote because he wrote a, a trilogy, which is a which he uh, described as a modern myth. It's a long, very long book that I've read most of. Um, anyway, he says this is the last line of his cover letter. At your invitation, I would like to submit my world myth for your consideration. The possibilities for profits to your company are staggering. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got a new closing line for pretty much every Sunranto show. That's great. (laughs) So um, anyway, I thought that was kind of fun, but... um, Anyhow, J- Jared, your father, you're, he's the only one that's still alive. Yeah, my father's still alive. He's still working. He'll be 82 in a couple weeks. And, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's he's great. Still golfing. Still drinking, that's too. Great. Still drinking. 
Still drinking, still golfing. Yeah, it's still working. Here's the dream. Yeah. Well, tell him happy birthday from me if we don't talk before yeah. then. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Funny, Danny, you, you mentioned like where did where did we get it from? One one of my first, you know, my dad was a classical musician, so you know he was conducting the the local choral society and all that jazz. But I remember one day he brought home a vinyl, a seven inch that he played with a rock band, and I'm like, Dad, you're in a rock band. And it was just a local band of a couple of his students who asked him to play keyboards on a track. And the very first record I ever heard my dad play on was a song called Don't Be an Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like... (laughs) Hey, that's solid advice. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. But it's funny how the, the sense of humor just carries on perfectly. Like, Yeah, no, and he was a big baseball fan as well. And I, and I... Yeah. That's I know a lot of that gets passed down uh, for IFG too. Even like it wasn't your first team, the Mets. I know. But yeah, was, my my dad oh, was a big Mets fan, so yeah. I, I always say he loved me enough not to infect me with that. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you know, nineteen ninety eight came around and Sammy Sosa was hitting dingers out of Wrigley Field on WGN, here I am. <laughs> I, I was an accidental Mets fan for a little while when yeah. when I lived out there. You know, and, and Danny and I wanted to go to games, and we're like, well, we can't be Yankees fans. Although we tried yeah. that day. Yeah. I always tell that story. We went to a suspended game, Yankees-Tigers. Yep. And uh, we, we were like, eh, root, root, root for the home team. And we're there at Yankee Stadium. And the Yankees just started piling on runs. And they were winning by, like, a million. Yeah. And Brian and I were just sitting there miserable, just natural. <laughs> Hey, remember when we said we were going to root for the Yankees? We just could not accomplish it. We're just, we're just like, go Tigers! You know, we're just not even out. for one day. No, we yeah. couldn't handle it. Yeah, I finally was able to get your dad there. Oh, thanks, man. There he is, at the, sitting at the keyboard. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's um, so. Thanks for uh, the you know going on with his legacy and uh, giving to the to Heather's thing and helping people with cancer and stuff. So um, I'm going to play another song. Uh, this one was requested. Uh, by uh, one of the ranters in the discord. Um, but I don't know. We were talking about earlier, whether the Cubs will sell at the trade deadline or be buyers and try to actually win this dog shit division. But um, <laughs> here's a song. It's a little shorter than the other one called hug watch. And it's uh, all about, uh, you know, looking for those hugs in the dugout when trades are about to happen. Hug watch, watching for hugs. All your favorite players getting traded from the Cubs. Hug watch, watching for hugs. All your favorite players getting traded from the Cubs. Hug watch. Hug watch. Hug watch. What do you got? Don't want to give up nothing, but you want. Get a lot. Division contenders want to take all of the players while they're filling up the system with a bunch of teenagers. Hug, watch, watch it for hugs. All your favorite players getting traded from the Cubs. Hug, watch, watch it for hugs. All your favorite players getting traded from the Sayonara, Riva, Tachi, or Avoir, Adios We're singing Hug, Watch 
luck with your career The time went by so quickly But say goodbye to Wrigley Cause you can keep on playing But you can't play here Singing hug Watch, watch it for hugs All your favorite players Getting traded from the Cubs Hug, watch, watch it for hugs All your favorite players Getting traded from the I should mention that the new album is available on all the streamers now. It's on uh, Amazon Music, Pandora, um, uh, Bandcamp, oh, <laughs> it's nice. Spotify, YouTube Music, all the whatever you use, it's probably up there, and uh, you iTunes uh, or Apple Music, whatever it's called. Uh, but the way that it helps the band the most is if you go to sunranto.com slash bleacher bum band and you buy this t-shirt that i'm wearing right now the brand new bleacher bum band shirt it'll cost you 30 bucks but uh, you also get to download the album and because it's a shirt and an album you get a shalbum if you will <laughs> and it is a higher quality file than you can hear on any of those other streamers right. this is a high quality wave file and it'll just sound better Plus, the Steve Garvey Harry Arms is slightly different because I couldn't I couldn't put the actual broadcast in the one I uploaded to the streamers because I didn't want it. I didn't have the express written consent of Major League Baseball, <laughs> nor did I seek it. So um, anyhow, please, so please go to sunranto.com slash bleacher bum band. Go to sunranto.com. Click on bleacher bum band. You can buy it there. That's the way that you help us be a rock band and pay for our rehearsals and stuff like that. Um, Jarrett, it is your first Father's Day as a father. Oh, congrats. And you. Uh, you went out and you got matching hats with your son. So there's yeah. your hat. Yeah. JWG on a, green, right. on a green hat. And your son Grant oh. got GCG. That's right. great. So cute. Yeah, so yeah my got wife me. got me those. I got those for us. Uh, that was a uh, Father's Day gift. Surprised me this morning. They're Very these cool. lovely. Are those wool? They're warm. <laughs> I don't know. They're <laughs> <laughs> uh, these lovely, like, felted green uh, baseball caps if you're not watching on video. Um, yeah, just lovely. Yeah, they're nice quality. Yeah, she does good work like that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's Grant. Yeah, it was, uh, it's been a nice little day. Very cool. Uh, congratulations on your first Father's Day. Alara writes in says, still going to buy the Shalbum on payday. Well, I hope that payday soon, because then that payday is going to be for the Bleacher Bum Band. <laughs> 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 More rehearsal, Jared. Yeah. You know, someone tweeted <laughs> out about, or someone mentioned them uh, talking about Ashland Avenue today for the, the foul ball. Uh, was that Joe Girardi that made that mistake? That was hilarious on yeah. Peacock. Oh my God, that was yeah. hilarious. Kenmore and Ashland. Ashland. Yeah, the album cover is the the corner of uh, Kenmore and uh, and uh, Waveland. 
So, but uh, he said Ashland, which is quite to the west. But I think he might have get it gotten it mixed up with Addison. Mm, still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some I mean, should have been I'm just me. saying, if every time I screwed up what street is, I don't even know. I know what street's to the left of me when I go out the house, but I still, I always forget the name of the street to the right. I couldn't yeah. tell you if there was a gun to my head right now. I could not tell yeah, you. Yeah, I understand. The I understand. Yeah, I'm like, it's the one right before the lake. Like, I, I don't think in their thing in things in terms of the street name. You know, like mm. I think I got ruined by New York City because it's like first, right. second, third. You know, you don't have to worry about this kind of thing. You know, For just sure. uh, numbers. It's, yeah. a, it's all you had to deal with. I didn't have to think of names, so I'm bad at the street names. So, anyhow, um, I guess that I, I'm going to play another song at the end of the show, uh, but I'm going to do some quick announcements. Any anything to add, anybody? Like Brian, you got anything? Like what's going on with you? Oh, God, not enough, and and yet too much at the same time. <laughs> um, I, I don't have anything online yet for Ten Four Dinosaur, but uh, keep an eye out for that. And um, please, we'll have you back on. And yeah, we'll... no, but but like whatever you can do, don't to donate to Heather, whether it's points or cash or fruit basket. No, not fruit baskets. Yeah, no, any, she didn't you know, want anything, any freaking fruit. Anything you can do to help <laughs> out, please, uh, please do that because fuck cancer. That's that's my message for today. Cool, fuck cancer, indeed. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think we've all lost people. And, like, I know my dad is, uh, was cancer. Um, so, you know, it just uh, – anyway, I, thanks for everybody helping each other out. I, I did want to, to – as long as we're in, in, like, a downer mode for the moment, I'll, I'll – sorry. sorry. No, 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 no. I got more. I got more it's a, I got it's more, a remembrance. It's a somber mode. Yeah, yeah. I got more depressing things to say, actually. So, uh, you know, and that is – great. We can count on you, man. Yeah, no, I, you know, I could, I could go negative with the best of them. So, uh, but no, uh, I don't know. Some of you guys might know Chris Hagstrom Jones. He works for the South Bend Cubs. He's the one that hooked me and Bleacher Jeff up with singing the national anthem. Oh, cool. July 8th, which I'll talk about in a second when we're all going out there and doing like a little event and another Bleacher Bump Band show. But uh, Chris lost his dad. So um, there's a GoFundMe for a, that Chris is doing uh, for his dad uh, right now for a uh, youth football league that he was really involved with. So anyway, I'm going to share that right now. I also want to share that we're, we, as part of the money that we raised uh, very recently uh, for Levante's son, we're going to buy a condolence jersey. I just was sick of like asking everybody for money. We had like 500 bucks. So that's what we're doing. Uh, I'm giving some money. Uh, we're going to buy a condolence uh, jersey for uh, Chris. We I gave to the GoFundMe of Chris's today. But if you wanted to add on to that, you could. Also, uh, we learned of last week about Val Capone's tall dad. Like, so I don't know if she's it's a real dad or some like dad that she has. or I don't know. Dad's coming all forms. So either way, Val calls him. Her dad, and uh, there's a GoFundMe for his medical bills right now. Um, he's having trouble paying the rent. And so the last thing anybody needs to think about when they're trying to heal from a sickness is yeah. paying your freaking rent. So uh, help with that. I just dropped that GoFundMe. I also gave 50 bucks to that from the rancher. So I'm just kind of like doling out. I, I took a vote on the Discord and said, hey, can I spread the love with this money? And everybody said, yes, let's spread the love around. A lot of people need help. So that's what we're doing. Now to the good stuff. Uh, we are getting together uh, at the South Bend Cubs game on July 8th. Bleacher Jeff and I are going to be singing the national anthem before we do a uh, show. 
over at uh, God, I keep forgetting the name of this place. Jared, what's the name of it? Is, there, Coney is, Island. is, the same pl- is the arcade place we played last time? I don't know. No, no, we're, no, we're not playing there. We're playing at the Coney the, the dive bar. Oh. Something Coney That narrows it down. I don't yeah, know if exactly. I ever knew. Don't you remember the dive bar? Come on. I, I oh, forget. yeah, they were nice there. That's yeah, any, anyway, we're we're playing there. I just dropped the link for it in the chat here. I'm going to find out real quick where we're playing. It's McCormick's. McCormick's Coney That's Island. Right, of course. Remember we were hanging out with Toast? Don't you remember this oh, night? yes, yes. We were hanging around with a man named Toast. Yeah, no, he was cool. And I remember that bar. It was nice. Okay, cool. And if you want tickets to this... Uh, there's a link that I've shared in the event I just shared. And it's uh, we're all sitting together. So it's Fivo.me. And I'll just put it up real quick and you can copy it down. But I dropped the link to this in the chat as well. If you want tickets to the South Bend Cubs game, I will share this more on my Twitter and on uh, Facebook. And you, you, there should be no excuse to not know that this is what we're doing. But we are going to all be hanging out together at that game. We got a block of seats, uh, real good seats, too. And they're I think they're only like 15 bucks. So come on out. Good excuse to go to South Bend if you have any other reasons. Yeah, we're going to jam out and have a good time. Um, so uh, TFCs, these flexing cubes, I, I have one. Did, do you have one, IFG? I think you uh, have one. Kind of. Sure. Um, I can I share something that I've been watching happen in the chat right here because I know not everybody is able to see it. Um, but over here in the chat, David Elliott is telling this delightful story of his dad. Since it's Father's Day, I wanted to share it. He says, "My dad has played fifty-five consecutive seasons of softball. Now I learned how to keep score by watching his team's games." He says, "He's played every summer since he graduated from high school." And every year he makes his jersey number his age. Currently, it's at seventy-two. I just love that so much. Wonderful! That is very cool. And uh, guess what? Uh, David Elliott will be in South Bend. So if you want to meet the amazing David Elliott, he's already got his tickets to Four Winds Field. Only fourteen dollars per ticket. So Mm -hmm. I, that's what a bargain! You You can't can't afford not to go. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I have a. And then on top of that, I have just a little weird baseball thing that I just accidentally discovered. Um, Codify was talking about how much of a glorious unicorn Otani is. And he says, you know, Shohei is leading the major leagues in home runs and RBIs and total bases and extra base hits and slugging percentage and probably some other things, too. And uh, I looked it up and he's also leading the major leagues in hits per nine. And while I was looking that up, I noticed this that uh, under war for pitchers overall in MLB, uh, the current leader is our own Marcus Stroman at 3.6 war, according to baseball reference. But I found it amusing that numbers five, nine, and 10 are all guys named Gray. (laughs) That's nuts. (laughs) Wow. It's a good year for Grays. I guess so. I, I I don't know. I I never dress in gray. That's not really my color. It's no. Aren't they aliens though? Oh, Isn't I it? love gray. Yeah, the grays are the aliens. Yeah, right? right, right. There was a whole team called the Grays in the in the Negro Leagues. True, the Homestead the Homestead Grays. Grays. Yeah, yeah, from Pittsburgh, right? 
yep. as well. See, it all comes full circle. We're back at Pittsburgh. So, uh, yeah, I got a couple TFCs. Uh, this one was kind of funny. I saw this. Uh, this is a, a nice uh, father son Father's Day uh, event that a game that uh, father's playing with his son, uh, Theo von Hohen. <laughs> How do you say this? Theo von Hohenheim. He says, My son and I are playing our favorite Nick Madrigal game. Weak pop-up or weak grounder. <laughs> oh, that's a refreshing change from the very yeah, same good... Jason what Hayward a... game. Yeah. What a good time. So, and I also have this one that I enjoyed. Um, it's that meme of the three dragons mm. where like the first and second dragon are fierce. And the third one has googly eyes and his tongue hanging out. If you've seen this meme before, they, all these dragons have Cubs hats on and sad Cubs fan. Ben says literally every three game series. Cause that third game of our, the Cubs just can't win game three. Except I've, against us. Yeah. Well, you and the A's are the only team that we closed yeah. that out against. Well, they're triple A. That doesn't count. Yeah, I totally agree. Although they did sweep they the. They beat us. Yeah. It, well, they swept the Brewers, too. Yeah, they beat us two out of three. So. God, the NL Central really is as bad as advertised. That is <laughs> Austin Hedges, I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then I did have one more. Did you have another one, IFG? Uh, I shared what I had. Okay. Um, so we this can is. Look at, we can look at Rich Hill again. I love Rich Aww. Hill. Now, um, can you imagine if Rich Hill had been a Cub this whole time? What a legend he would be. Just oh, yeah. popping that curveball so in there. Happy. What was his first year? 2005. Oh, man. Like, that's over yeah. he, is the, he is currently the last remaining member of the 2008 Cubs to still be playing baseball. I know. Zabrano's trying to make a comeback again, I heard. I heard. Out of his church. Wow, really? Always. Every year he's trying to make a comeback. Yeah. He's coming. He's not even 40 yet. Oh, I do have something else I can show off if you like. Please. There is a... Let's see. Where did I put those pictures? Ah, where did I put them? I can show something while you're looking for it. Okay, you do that. Okay. I know I saved them. I just can't remember where. (laughs) So this is kind of funny. Al Yellen from Bleed Cubby Blue... He went to the game on Saturday, and he got a bobblehead at the game that was supposed to be Boog Shambi and Jim Deshays, but he got a double Jim Deshays, and there's no Boog on it, which I found creepy. Yeah, well, I found it kind of crazy. It's I think it, it sounds better. Well, yeah, it does, and I, and I thought that was hilarious because uh, Al has been quite vocal. In his uh, dislike of uh, Boog Yami on the broadcast, which, uh, or on his blog, <laughs> he does not like the Marquee Network. So I thought it was funny that he got the uh, two JDs. And I did text out to, to see if uh, this was true or if he just like swapped some heads on his bobblehead <laughs> to make it look like this. And he says, no, no, I this is absolutely just a production error. As far as I know, it's the only one. Um, he's like, I'm going to go to see if I can get JD to sign it twice. <laughs> Does this mean somewhere there's a double boog uh, bobblehead running around out there scaring children? <laughs> We're talking about shoes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sneakers. Sneaker talk. Getting excited for the other team making a great play. Yeah. 
Oh, what a play. You're like, dude, wow. you're to be and that's the third out. We're out of here. Everyone have a good day. So uh, hashtag chance in the chat. Um, and uh, just a reminder that this show, the Sun Rancho Show, was brought to you by our 116 Patreon supporters. This show does not happen without you. Patreon.com slash Sun If you want to join on, it's only a dollar a month. Um, and then also Blake Beard's tickets at the Blake Beard. If you want a sweet set of tickets, Rogue Wave Creative for your branding, graphic and web design needs and the Cubs PS Plus podcast a north side numbers game that's who brings you the sun ranto show those are the super ranters that are uh dear and near to our hearts now hashtag chance in the chat and you could win a frank chance postcard sent to you by me and uh i'm gonna share my screen to the giveaway tool and we're about to draw a chance postcard and also join us afterwards on the discord little post show action um a lot of names going around here who will be the winner? It's Carrie Bronner Meyer. Congratulations, Carrie. You are the winner of the Frank Chance postcard. I believe that might be your first win of the year. Not sure, but congratulations. Uh, Jarrett, I had uh, a lot of fun uh, playing music with you uh, on Saturday. Uh, it was a blast. People were so friendly pleasure. and nice, too. Absolutely. Brian, I always enjoy playing music with you. Always uh, IFG, we need, we need you on the next album. What can I say? You oh. got it. Dude, yes, I'm in. At your own peril. No, <laughs> it's always at my own peril with Danny. I know. I know. <laughs> we gotta make we gotta make a new band, a side project, shoegazing scream rock. There we go. What do you say? I'm, I'm in. So um I don't know, what should I play? Uh Jared, uh what should I play? We are the Cubs. We are the Cubs. All right, might yeah. as well. Let's go out on a high note. We did win five games in a row this week. Winning streak of the year. I don't know if we're going to top it. So let's just celebrate the moment while we have it. We'll see you all in the Discord afterwards. Uh, rock on. Thank you for watching. And uh, we will see you next week. Spagog, y'all.